So it's been a big to-do in this country, and I think it should be, um, for, well, four or five days now. Um, There's been a real intense battle being waged as Justin Trudeau supporters really try and go after the media for reporting on the fact that Justin Trudeau um, wasn't present at any National Day of Truth and Reconciliation ceremonies at all, despite being um, offered invitations. Um, he declined and instead went on vacation with his family in Tofino. Now, nobody's begrudging the Prime Minister a vacation, but think of the timing and think of the optics and think of, you know, you're the guy, you're the guy who tells us how important the relationship is. Um, Are you helping that relationship? So um, now you take a look at the native leaders who have spoken out in this country and said it was insulting what he did, pure and simple. And I guess the message got through because over the weekend, the Prime Minister did in fact offer an apology Apparently, Justin Trudeau um, apologized to the chief in Kamloops. That's the person who invited him to two, or twice invited him to their National Day for Truth and Reconciliation ceremony, of course, at the site of the discovery of the 215 unmarked graves. Um, so he did apologize, called them and apologized. Um, but there's so many different groups and communities across our country that are saying the same thing. This is not what we expected And it's not acceptable. Now, what I think about it or what David Aiken thinks about it or what anybody in the media thinks about it really should take a back seat on this because the relationship is what we're talking about. And did he help or did he hurt that relationship? We're going to chat now with Lynn Grew, who is CEO of the Native Women's Association of Canada. Lynn, thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Well, thank you very much for calling me in because it's very important that we get our voice heard uh, on this issue here. Uh, yeah. We made some progress on one side and on the other, you know, one step uh, forward and two behind, you Lynn, know. Lynn, I think it is so important that your voices are heard and other Native leaders in our country's voices yeah. are heard because yeah. that's who we need to listen to when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what we think. Um, you know, taking you were very unhappy in a statement you released on Friday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Clearly, you feel the Prime Minister made a big error in judgment doing what he yeah. did. Well, so what is what is this not Truth and Reconciliation Day? It's Truth and Reconciliation Day is coming out of a report that concluded that a genocide happened in Canada. Tens of thousands of children uh, never made it, never made it back home. Hundreds of thousands of intergenerational survivors were reeling, you know, with the news of uh, remains being found. How is it even possible that you know you speak about reconciliation and what that means during your campaign, and then the first action that really is meaningful for those survivors, for our community, you're just missing an action and you're not there, and then. Then, you know, when when it comes out to um, it's revealed that you were not you were not there, you 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 limit your apology to a small community. To us, that's equivalent of the prime minister not not showing up for Veterans Day. You know, you don't you don't just speak to a handful of veterans on Veterans Day. You speak to the public. He needed to speak to to all Canadians. And we saw an outpouring from all Canadians on this issue, but not from our prime minister. Something's not quite right. Lynn, you mentioned all Canadians, and I think you're right. The whole truth and reconciliation issue in this country is seen in a different way uh, in the last six months than it ever has been before. And the engagement and the involvement in the National Day was from coast to coast to coast. Canadians were involved. As the leader of this country, no matter what, I mean... It's symbolic, but it is so important to have the leader of the country engaged on that day. Yeah, it's symbolic, but also for the families, for the survivors of this, uh, you know, trauma, it is important to have the, the head of state of your country to be the one who sets the tone. So what message did he give to Canadians? He gave a message that 
I checked off the, the checkbox. I set that day aside for to observe and to have a commemoration day. But myself, I took a holiday. It, it's really unacceptable. So we want an apology from him for the community at large, uh, maybe even for all Canadians, because here you have um, a lot of efforts being done by mainstream Canadians and corporations, and our phone is just ringing off the hook. And yet... You know, here we have an issue. You know, he really missed the mark, I, and I really strongly believe he needs to make it right for the community. He's, he's again, you know, lost some trust. Mm-hmm. Um, we've lo- we're losing trust in him again. Uh, so it's, it's not a good start to right after the, you know, the campaign and the election. It's really off to a bad start. Yeah, and Lynn, you talk about that issue of trust, and you talk about he has this label, the NDP hung it on him in their campaign ads. He's all talk. He doesn't follow through. Um, yeah. he's, he's been in power for six years and nine yeah. of the 94 recommendations in the Truth and Reconciliation Report yeah. have been. So, I mean, is this just, does it fit a pattern to you? Were you, I mean, is that the well, concern? I mean, that's what the evidence shows, right? This is what the, you know, the, the, the evidence is showing that he's making promises, um, a lot of talk, and when it comes to action, it's falling short. So, um, and I've heard some of his ministers speaking as well, but we really need them to step up to the plate and start getting serious about, you know, reconciliation and taking those actions and putting the calls to uh, to action and not just talking, because uh, how are we going to move forward out of this colonization, uh, in, entire colonization era that we're still in and we're trying to get out of it and we're, we seem to be a bit stuck with um, the political will? So this is political will that needs to to move, to take action, to make the change. We can't continue to have these kinds of human rights breaches in Canada and, um, you know, claim to be one of the top leaders in the world in human rights. It it, it doesn't match. Again, our reputation is, is falling short of that. So this apology that was issued just to the chief in the Kamloops area is one small step, but you say this is bigger. He is the Canadian prime minister and this affects all Canadians, right? So we need something yes. larger than just that? Absolutely, absolutely, and I hope that's forthcoming without without further delay. Because every day that goes by, you know, this is a these are communities that are heartbroken, absolutely heartbroken to have found you know remains of children. Some of the parents or grandparents thought they weren't sure what happened. They were not sure if they you know they just got adopted out. They never came home. Um, there was a faint hope in some of them that maybe some of their children, you know, something else happened to mm-hmm. them. They were still still alive somewhere. And here you have, the, this is what we're going through on the ground, a tremendous amount of trauma, and we need our leader to be there with us. Yeah, and I know you have uh, a lot of other support from other Native leaders across the country that agree with you and have come out publicly this weekend and said so. So we'll see yeah. how the Prime Minister responds. Let's see. Let's hope for the best. Okay. Lynn, thank you for your time this morning. I really appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. That is Lynn Guru, who is CEO of the Native Women's Association of Canada, came out with a statement last Friday. Um, yeah, and it, just taking a, a look at the list of, of uh, leaders, you know, you've got the Assembly of First Nations, I mean, right right across the country. I've all come out and said this was a really bad look. This is a really bad thing for him to do. And there's the other issue that a number of you have pointed on the text line as I was chatting with Lynn. I, I, the issue, I think, is that the PM itinerary stated that he was in Ottawa holding meetings when instead he was in Tofino. Good text. Yeah, you're right. Um, that official public releasing of the Prime Minister's itinerary, which is done each and every single day, 
came out saying he was attending private meetings in Ottawa, and uh, some astute reporters recognized, well, his plane just took off for Tofino, so is he in Ottawa? And then they found him on the beach in Ottawa, and they came back and said, oh, we, we, we mixed up on the schedule, and they changed it. So was he hiding it, or was it just a simple mix-up? Depends how cynical you are or how realistic you are, how you view that. Uh, another listener saying, what were the other leaders doing? Um, as far as Aaron O'Toole, he was engaged in private conversations, apparently. Uh, Jagmeet Singh did the same thing and also took part in a walk in Vancouver. Now, I understand the what about game. But, bottom line here is we only have one Prime Minister of Canada, right? Aaron O'Toole didn't win, neither did Jagmeet Singh. They are not the leader of this nation. Like it or not, Justin Trudeau is the Prime Minister of Canada. He is the leader of this nation. It's his responsibility, if he keeps talking about truth and reconciliation and how important it is to repairing that relationship, to rebuilding trust, to being engaged, right? The first opportunity you get on the national day that you created seems like a bit of a no-brainer to be there.